Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are today and whatever time of day you're listening, welcome to Play by Play. Coming to you live from the Clawfus. Hey folks, it's 2021. And today we're going to jump back into a topic that we started yesterday about stop, start, continue. We're going to nail down one of those parts. We're going to talk about how you're going to get started. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. Well, welcome back, everyone. I am so excited that you decided to add play-by-play to your list of podcasts. Seriously, I am. There's over 850,000 active podcasts. I just looked it up today. And for you to have chosen ours, I'm honored by that choice. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope you share it with your circle of friends. I've always said that we are a reflection of our five closest friends. And hey, if you like the podcast, chances are they're probably going to like it too. You know, we get asked um, often, why did we call the podcast Play by Play or PXP for short? Why do you call it that? Well, it goes back to my love of sports commentary. And so for many years, I've been involved in calling games for high school athletics, whether that is through PA or audio play-by-play or even live video broadcast. This year, I've been fortunate to be able to call games on what's called the NFHS Network. It's a new network. It's part of the CBS Sports Digital Network. And they partnered with the National Federation of High Schools to provide live streaming events at at participating high schools. Not all the high schools have these systems, but some of them do. And the high school that I call mostly for, they do have this system. And so now calling play-by-play action of a game is basically providing all of the details of everything that's happening, right? As though you were listening to it on the radio. Think of when you listen to a sporting event on the radio. And the play-by-play announcer's job is to try to let you see what's happening through the words that they're speaking, right? In contrast, so when I'm calling a game that has video that goes along with it, it doesn't require near as much explanation because the people can see what's happening in the game as well. So on this podcast, we not only try to share valuable information, but also try to break it down into the how-tos or the details, right? The play-by-play, if you will. So there's many podcasts that uh, they speak at a high level and, and they just kind of, they give you some generalities, right? They're, they say, hey, you need to be fired up and you need to, you know, lead by example and blah, blah, blah. Well, what does that even mean and how do you do it, right? As a young leader or someone that's struggling with a particular topic, you need some how-tos for that. And that's what we strive to do. That's what we want to do. So we try to share what others leave behind. And I'm also in the process of writing a book or a manual, if you will. It's called the Accountability Playbook. Um, uh, The initial draft has been done. It's out for a couple people to look at. And it's an instruction manual for leaders to consistently and effectively hold their teams accountable in the workplace. Because I think that holding teams accountable, and that doesn't mean, uh, that doesn't have to have a negative connotation, right? So we're not going to get into this today, but holding teams accountable is one of the ways that, that teams can be successful. So the title of the podcast comes from my love for play-by-play and from the accountability playbook. One of my dream jobs is to be a sports commentator for a major college like Eli Gold for the University of Alabama is, or the late Rod Bramblett, the, the voice of the Auburn Tigers, or even maybe calling for a network or calling professional games or something like that. But I, I love doing it, and I do it for free now 
But I tell folks all the time, if I could ever find someone to pay me to do this for a living, that would be icing on the cake. Before we get into today's topic, I wanted to share with you that today marks the one-year anniversary of our podcast, Play by Play. We recorded the very first episode on January 1st of 2020, and it was titled, Successful People Do Those Things... I actually had to go back and look this up because I didn't even remember what the very first episode that we recorded was about. But the premise of that is that successful people do the things that unsuccessful people are not willing to do. You know, whether that's working on your side hustle while you're still working on your full-time gig until your side hustle can become your full-time gig, or making that difficult phone call to a client for a problem that you're trying to resolve or to close a deal. Or perhaps you've got to let go of a toxic employee. And even though you know that's best for the team and the company, it still makes it hard, right? There's a million other things that we could talk about right there. Maybe it's taking extra classes or continuing education to develop the knowledge that you need to get into this new space that you're trying to break into. Whatever the thing is, the successful people are willing to do those things and the unsuccessful people are simply not. Well, surprisingly, as I went back and looked at that topic from, you know, one year ago, it really segued well into today's topic about starting. Now, if you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast, I'm going to recommend that you stop this one right here and go back and listen to yesterday's episode and then come back and finish listening to this one. So if you want to jump back in to where this episode is right now, so you don't have to listen to all the intro up until now. We are at about the, let's call it the six-minute mark, and that's going to get you started right back into where we are right now. So, all right, so if you already listened to yesterday, you should have written down some things under the start category on your paper, right? Those are the gold nuggets. The magic is in the start, remember? Well, unfortunately, getting started is often the hardest part. I mean, getting started is frequently the roadblock or at least the speed bump that many people face. And so, uh, you know, many people, they, they um, have a New Year's resolution, right? And oftentimes it's to start exercising. How many times have you made that uh, resolution or how many times have you heard other people say, you know, I'm going to start exercising on January 1st. But what's the hard part? It's getting started. And once we get started, you know, it makes it a lot easier. We create habits and it makes it so much easier to continue. And we'll talk a little bit more about habits in a second because that can be part of the catalyst to getting started. But what I've found to be effective in my life and in others that I've mentored or led or coached is when it comes to getting started, it's the, 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 the process is to break it down into manageable chunks. Remember what they say about how to eat an elephant? How you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? To illustrate what I'm talking about, I want to use an example Um, I'm going to just pretend that on my paper that I wrote down under the start, I I wrote down that I wanted to start a podcast, right? So maybe you wrote that down on your start, stop, continue exercise. And if you did, hey, hey, you're in luck because we're going to, I'm going to give you some good roadmap to try to get there today. But, um, but if I said, hey, go start a podcast, you'd likely look at me like a deer in the headlights and you'd be like, um, look, I don't even know where to start, right? Well, to be successful, we're going to break it down into steps or parts or chunks or whatever you want to call it. We're going to break it down into something that's manageable, right? So I'm going to sit down and I make a list. Maybe I make it 
you know, right there on my start, stop, continue exercise. I'm just going to keep this all together. So I'm going to make a list. So let's see, to, to start a podcast, the first thing that I can, that I need to do is I need to brainstorm on a topic, right? I got to think about what is my, what is my podcast going to be about? It doesn't have to be specific, right? These topics don't have to be so detailed that you get brain lock or you get stuck creating this list. This is just to break it down into manageable chunks, okay? So I'm going to brainstorm on a topic. And then the next thing I probably want to do is go talk to somebody who's already doing a podcast, right? I might want to watch some YouTube videos or, uh, or call up somebody or, or, or go see somebody who's doing a podcast Try to do some research so that I can learn a little bit more about what it is that I've got to do. So I've gone and done my research. I've, I've talked to someone. Now I know I've, I've got to figure out what the equipment is that I need. And there is tons of resources out there. So I go out there on YouTube and I, I watch a YouTube on what equipment do I need for my podcast. And I get a list. And with a podcast, you can start out like crazy small. Okay. Um, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. You can have just the most basic. You can use your cell phone and, uh, you know, a microphone for your cell phone. I mean, that literally it can be so simple for you to start recording. Now, you can take that to the other end of the spectrum and you can have some really nice equipment and, and you can probably get there, right, over time. But to start, you just get the most basic things, right? All right, so that's three things, right? So, okay, number four on my list is I need to select a podcast hosting platform. So what is that, you say? Well, when I uh, get done recording this podcast, I'm going to upload that to a podcast platform. And the podcast platform that I use is called Podbean. Bean, like a, a jelly bean. Podbean. And that is where my podcast sits. That's where it lives. And then there's a uh, a feed address. It's called an RSS feed. And that RSS feed is what all the podcast players, that's where they go get my podcast from. So that's just a little background. You don't need to know that for this, for this list. But but my stuff is uploaded to Podbean. And so if you were to download the Podbean app, you would get immediate access to my podcasts when they're, when they're uploaded. As soon as I upload them, they're on the Podbean app. And then the other podcast players like Google and Apple and Spotify and iHeart and whatever else, um, iTunes and all those others come around and pick up my podcast. But there's a delay in that because they all have a time frame that they come, come around and pick those up. So you select a, a podcast hosting platform. That's number four on my list. Now, number five would be I need to decide what my format is going to be and what my frequency is going to be. So how am I going to do it? Is it going to be where it's a one-person podcast, um, which which this one is in primarily. Sometimes we have guests, but but for the most part, it's me talking. So you decide the format. How am I going to do it? Am I going to have? Am I going to take questions? Am I going to take phone calls? Am I going to talk about a particular topic? What is the format going to be like? Am I going to have a little intro, and then am I going to have, you know, the meat of it, or how how are you going to do it? So you kind of decide on a format a little bit. And select the frequency. Are you going to do it daily or weekly or monthly or every two weeks? You decide what your frequency is going to be. So we, we need to decide that. That's number five. Number six, I'm going to do some test runs, right? I'm going to record some some uh, samples of me doing a podcast. I'm not going to go live yet, but I want to, I want to record it. And that, that'll allow me to help to um, tweak the audio settings to try to get it to sound good when you listen to it. So after I'm done recording, as an example, 
I don't go back and listen to the podcast. So I was telling somebody the other day, if you listen to the podcast and you hear something that you hear something bad, like I said something I shouldn't have said, please call me and let me know because I don't go back and listen to the podcasts. When I'm done recording them, I do what's called post-production editing. And so that means I'm just tweaking the audio to make it sound good. So I'm getting rid of some white noise or I'm getting rid of some clicks or pops or uh, maybe amplifying the sound or whatever the case may be. I, there's, a, there's some things that I do to the audio that will make it sound better when you hear it. So after you do your test runs, then you can do some of that post-production editing to try to get it down just right. Okay, You're not going to have it just right, but it'll get you headed in that direction. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to go live, right? We're going to ship it. My friend Tommy and I, we talked about this uh, quite quite some time ago now, but oftentimes we, we just sit on something because we want it to get so right. We want to get it to just be so perfect that we just get gridlocked and we never release something, right? And sometimes you just have to ship it, right? Just get it out there. So the next thing we're going to do is go live and we're going to ship it and get it out there. And then the last thing is we're just going to improve it over time. Okay. So I wrote down those eight things. I just made a quick list and I probably left some stuff off or I might've, you know, combined some things or, or you get the idea. So those were the eight things that I just really quickly off the top of my head thought, if I had to start a podcast, what would I need to do? So those are the eight things I wrote down. But to think about performing all eight of those at one time, that would be daunting, right? That would be overwhelming. Like if I said, okay, I want you to brainstorm a topic, talk to someone in the field, do some research, get the equipment you need, select a hosting platform, decide on a format, make some test runs, go live and improve it over time. And I want you to do that all today. What? You can't do that, right? But if I break it down into manageable chunks, some really great things happen, right? First, that's manageable. You can tackle one or two of those things at a time and that you can do, right? You can get those things done and listen to this. You're going to find little wins along the way. When I ta- when I tackle number one and number two and I get the equipment that I need in number three, boy, I'm feeling like I got momentum. I'm moving in the right direction, right? So now I'm thinking, hey, even if I hit a little roadblock, I've already got momentum. Momentum. I'm three steps forward. So if I fall down and stumble, that's okay. I'm still I'm I'm still making progress. I'm on the way. Remember when I said that there was um, we were going to talk about habits and how those things can fit in. Well, if you've never read the book Atomic Habits, then you should really check that out. It's on my book list of, of books that you should read. I, 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 you know, if you listen to me, I always listen to everything in audio. Um, you know that about me. I don't read anything. And so if it's an audiobook, then I'm game. If it's a print book, I'm probably not going to read it. This book is in audio and print form, so you get to take your pick. But the book is about the secret to forming long-lasting habits. And one of the big takeaways is that habits can, and I'm not really spoiling the book here, so there's way more to it than this, but this is just one of the things. Habits can can be more easily formed if you connect them to something that you're already doing. Okay, so let me give an example. I bet you brush your teeth at about the same time in your morning routine, right? So whatever you do, you get up in the morning, you go to the bathroom, you maybe you brush your teeth right then, or you, uh, you know, you take a shower and then you brush your teeth when you get out of the shower or whatever. You probably do it in about the same place in your morning routine. That's because you're, you have a habit of doing things in a certain order, right? And if, if there's something new that you're trying to add, 
then you might, if you can can uh, connect that new thing to one of the habits that you're already doing, then the success of you continuing to do that new thing goes way up. So whether that is a podcast that you're producing and you pair it with your morning coffee or it's something else. So maybe you get up in the morning and you get ready and you eat breakfast and then you record, right? So you get up, get ready, eat breakfast, record. Get up, get ready, eat breakfast, record. That's your daily routine. If that's your routine, it makes it really easy to schedule the time to produce your show. But if you say something like this, and, and I'm guilty of this, and I bet when I say this, you're going to be like, yeah, I, I, I do that, and that is the outcome, Jamie. That's what happens. If you say something like this, I'll get to it sometime today, what, what happens? Chances are life gets in the way, right? And you never get to that thing. And if we're talking about your podcast, that podcast may not get recorded that day. And then one day goes by and there's no podcast. And then two goes by, no podcast. Then a week. And then two weeks. And then before you know it, you've missed weeks or months of recording. Trust me, that can happen. It happened to me this fall when I got super busy after I acquired that insurance agency. I got super busy and weeks went by and I I hadn't recorded anything. But that was my fault. I didn't have a good habit formed. And so my start, which is what we're talking about today, it never got done. So one of the keys to creating habits, which can 100% help you with your start, that thing that we're talking about today, is to connect them with something that you're already doing. So whatever is on your list, whatever you break it down to. So your list, if you can connect those, those chunks of things with something that you're already doing, chances are they'll be easier for you to do over and over again. So as you look back and you look at your start list, what are the things on there that you're ready to get started with right now? So you're looking at your list right now and you, you see the things that you wrote under start. What are you ready to get started with right now? I want you to pick one and then break down the process into smaller chunks so that you can tackle those as you build them into the whole process, right? I know I made this sound super easy and the reality is it's going to be tough sometimes. Some of those steps, they're going to really challenge you. And others, they might be, you know, less difficult. They might be easier. But if you come back to your list and you see the things that you put under the start and you remember it's it's those things that you wrote down under start that are going to launch you into the place you want to be or to the person that you want to be or into the career that you want or the hobby that you want to learn. Look, when you fall down, I want you to get back up dust yourself off and pick up where you left off. You've got a list of things to do, some chunks that you broke down, some steps you can pick up where you left off. Let me remind you of a quick story and we're going to wrap up for today. About 70 years ago, there was this company, it was called the Rocket Chemical Company, and they were working on a a formula for a chemical, a lubricant. Um, Today, it's a household name, but they were just working on the formula, the ingredients, they were trying to come up with it. And the crazy thing about this, listen, they failed 39 times before they got it right. 39 times they got the formula wrong. They tried it. It didn't work. They tried it. It didn't work. They tried it. It didn't work. They did that 39 times and it was still wrong. Now, how many of us would still be trying after we failed 39 times? I I, I probably wouldn't. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Uh, and I don't know what you would do, but I bet there's a lot of you listening that would say, I'm not going to try something 39 times if I've failed all those times before that. 
In the end, it wasn't even a lubricant they developed, but it was a substance that displaced water. And that, that, na- that, dis- that water displacement eventually made it into the product's name. Now, you probably know this product best by its name, WD-40. How about that? They failed 39 times, and on the 40th try, they got it right. And the name WD-40 stands for Water Displacement, and it was the 40th time that they put the formula together. And since then, the company has put together a list. They published a list in uh, 2008, I think it was, of over 2,000 uses for WD-40. And just think, if they would have quit after two times or four times or 10 or even 20 times that they failed, we wouldn't have WD-40 today. And how would we stop our doors from squeaking? I don't even know, right? (laughs) So are you ready to get started on your start list? Get out that piece of paper, pick one thing and start breaking it down. Look, if you need help, reach out to me. I'm happy to help. Well, folks, that's about all the time I've got for today. Thanks so much for listening to Play by Play. And as I mentioned earlier, if you like the podcast, please share it with your circle, whether that's on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn, or you you uh, text the, the podcast name to somebody and say, hey, you need to check this out. If they're in your circle and you like it, chances are they're going to like it too. I'm your host, Jamie Yarrow, and I hope you have an amazing day.